Howdy. Hi. <laughs> I'm Zach. I'm Peyton. And this is Everything Ranked, the podcast better known as the ER. Um, um, I forgot what I was going to say, so that's great. Um, uh, anyway, this episode, we are doing Jim's Pranks. Jim from where? The office. Oh, that makes sense. There is a gem on there. I'm glad you knew that, because I didn't. We are, but before we get started, go follow us on Instagram, at the ER pod. Go do it. We need you. We want you to see our stuff. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I mean... Other than this being a hard list to make because there's just so many, I don't really have anything else to say about it. I'm just ready to, I'm ready to see what yours is. How di- I feel like they're going to be really different, but I don't know. Yeah, um, I think so too. Honestly, let's uh, let's just jump right into it. Um, the observation only- room, observation room number ten. I have Bill Butlicker. Oh, okay. So, um. In case you're not familiar with Bill Butlicker, um, Jim and Dwight are practicing sale calls with Michael because of feedback that they received. Um, and Michael's or and uh, Dwight's was that he was um, aggressive and rude. Yeah. And uh, so he's working on trying to fix that. And Jim is going to be the customer. So um, when Jim answers the phone, um, he, get, he tells him his name is Bill Butlicker. And Dwight starts by saying, is that really your name? What's your real name? And he's like, <laughs> how dare you? And and so starting off on a bad note there. And so they keep talking. And then in the middle of it, Jim says he has another call. So he picks up the other call and he go, he's like, I'm on this phone with this stupid salesman. I'm going to buy anything. And Dwight's listening to the whole thing. He's just sitting there. And Michael's like, it's your job to change his mind. <laughs> and uh, so then he gets back on the call. And... Uh, Dwight offends him some more, and uh, uh, Butlicker's like, I can't hear you. You're going to have to speak louder. Speak louder, son. And he just, Butlicker, our prices have never been lower. And Michael, and Michael, and uh, Jim is like, wow, how dare you speak to me like that? And uh, he has to speak to the manager. So Dwight gives the phone to Michael, and Jim tells him that he will buy $1 million worth of paper if he fires Dwight. And uh, Dwight's like, please, you can't do this. And Michael's like, it's a million dollar sale. <laughs> uh, it was just, it was a great prank. Oh, man, that is a good one. But I won't talk about it yet. Uh, yeah, it, um, I figured it would probably be on yours. Yeah, it's a great, it's a great that doesn't one. doesn't mean it's on there. That doesn't mean it's on there. I could just be messing with I guess, you. I guess you could be. I never know. All right. My number 10. All right, really? My cat just jumped up here. Can you stop, please? I'm trying to make this money. Okay. My number 10 is Jim dressed as Dwight. Mm. So for this one, this is just one of those classic, simple um, Jim pranks. But again, it's the attention to detail. Like, he has everything right. He's got the shirt right. He's got the glasses right. He's got, like, the pins in the shirt pocket, the calculator watch. Like, everything is perfect. And, obviously, he comes in, 
and uh, sits down and Dwight's like, um, what are you doing? And, you know, they have a little back and forth and Dwight ends up saying, well, what is it like? Uh, imitation is the best form of flattery or something to that effect. And Jim's keeps doing stuff to get, get on his nerves. And it leads to two of the best quotes possibly from the show. Obviously, there's Bears beats Battlestar Galactica, which Jim <laughs> says just to get on his nerves. And then at the very end, Dwight just jumps up and he goes, identity theft is not a joke, Jim. This is great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, oh, that is man. a really good one. And um, It is. I agree with you. It's a good one. I'm not going to say anything. For, okay. <laughs> for maybe a reason. Maybe I just don't want to talk about it. I don't know. Yeah, I ma- maybe it. I just don't feel like talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving on to my number nine. I have putting Dwight's stuff in the vending machine. Oh, yeah. Um. So in this one, um, Jim's at the vending machine. Dwight comes in, and Dwight looks in there, and all of his stuff from his desk is in the vending machine. And uh, yes. like his pencil cup, for example, I remember the wall, his wallet's in there, his bobblehead, his stapler, literally everything from his desk is in there. And uh, Jim's like, I guess you're just going to have to get it back. And Dwight's like, I don't have any coins or anything. Can you just open it up? And... Uh, Pam walks in and buys the pencil cup <laughs> while, she, while he's standing there. And she, he's like, you have to give that back. And she's like, I bought it. It's mine now. And so Jim hands him a bag of nickels. And he has yes. to use that for the vending machine <laughs> one nickel at a time. And like everything's a dollar. So that's like, what, 20 nickels <laughs> for each thing. Yeah. He's going to have to put in 20 nickels in order to get all of his stuff back. Uh, it was uh, another classic, I feel like, that had to be on the list. Yeah. That is another good one. That was on my huge list, but not my my top ten. Man, that's a funny one. I honestly didn't even realize the part where he gives him a bag of nickels, like how funny that was, until like recently. Like I was like, wait a minute, nickels? Yeah. Like that's gonna take him forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's it's all of these pranks. Just the the detail in them are so good, and even the simple ones. It's just it's just perfect. Yeah. All right, my number nine. I love this one. This one is Gadar. Oh, man. How did I get that one? So for this one, Jim is in Stanford, I believe. And um, he he is. This is the the gay witch hunt episode. So basically some rumors and things have been going around the office. And people are trying to figure out if Oscar is gay or not. (laughs) And, um, you know, they call Jim for advice. And he's like, well, there's this thing called Gadar where, you know, it can detect if somebody's gay. It's basically like one of those... um, wands that you get waved with at a sporting event or something to see if you have a gun or something like that and um <laughs> um you know I, if i'm remembering right he had like a whole website set up for it didn't he uh yeah or i think he, so he made one or, yeah or, yeah something like that yeah so, somewhere where they could order one basically yeah. and um they go on and they they order a gaydar and this whole prank doesn't come to, like, I guess, full fruition until the very end of the episode. But um, <laughs> they end up getting their gaydar, and, you know, Dwight, he goes around the office. He's scanning people with it. He gets Oscar, and I'm pretty – I want to say it it beeps, doesn't it, on Oscar? Uh, I don't know if it does or not. I can't remember if it does or not. Uh, God, that's going to drive me crazy. It either beeps or it doesn't beep, but that's not the whole, you know. 
he he scans it on Oscar. It beeps or it doesn't beep. I can't remember. And then as he's, you know, about to walk away, he scans it on himself or accidentally scans him, one of the two, and it beeps on him. And it just goes to a shot of Dwight being in, like, mortal peril. Like, he's so scared that he's gay because the gaydar beeped on him. <laughs> it did oh, go man. off on Oscar, by the way. It did? Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, oh, that... God. Yeah, that one is definitely a super good one. Honestly, I totally forgot about it. Oh, yeah. I always forget some of the simple ones. I don't know why. All right. Moving on to my number eight. I have um, Jim and Pam learn Morse code. Oh, yeah. So um, on this one, it starts off that they're just like – both Pam and Jim are like clicking things randomly, kind of. It seems like, mm-hmm. like uh, Pam is clicking her mouse and uh, Jim is like clicking his pen. And Dwight's like looking at him, and he goes, "Stop talking about me!" And they're like, "What?" <laughs> and they're like, "You're talking about me in Morse code." And uh, Jim goes, "You really think, with the child at home, we have time to go out and learn Morse code? That we would get a babysitter and go learn Morse code in our free time?" And it cuts to them and another, and they're like, uh, "Like." What do you call it? Confessional? No, I don't know. Uh, Is that what sure. it's called? Confessional. <laughs> sure. And they're like, yeah. And they're like, yep, that's exactly what we did. We got a babysitter <laughs> and we went and learned Morse code. And uh, and then it goes back to them and um, they're clicking again. And Dwight gets like the scared look. He's like, where's the detonator? Where's it at? <laughs> and then he goes and gets Michael. And he and uh, Michael's like, where are you clicking a detonator? Jim's like, I'm just clicking this pin. Michael's like, get back to work, Dwight. And uh, then Dwight puts on his like noise canceling headphones, and uh, Pam starts blinking Ow, at him. Shit. What? Yeah, my cat just jumped on me. That hurts. But he uh, he starts uh, she starts blinking at him, and it's just hilarious. Uh, just like uh, the fact that they would take time to learn Morse code yeah. just to do this to Dwight. One of my favorite parts of that one is when they you know cut to that confessional, and they're like, "Yep, that's exactly what we did." <laughs> yeah mm. alright my number 8 is one that we talked about last episode Future Dwight mm. so this one like I, or like we said last episode was a cold open but it's just a hilarious one Jim he's in Stanford and um, if you don't remember he steals a box of a Dwight stationery and basically what he does is he keeps sending Dwight faxes from himself about things that are happening in the future. And um, the one that they show on this one is it says that uh, somebody has poisoned the coffee. And Dwight, you know, he goes to the fax machine. He sees that he has a fax from himself. And it's you know, says somebody's poisoned the coffee. You've got to, you know, pour it out so nobody dies in the office. And then it just pans over to Stanley who just got some coffee and Dwight just runs over and screams no and knocks it out of his hands. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah, that one that one um was on the edge of my list. It almost made it. Really? Not quite, yeah. <sighs> it, it was a really good one. Yeah, it is a hilarious one. One of my favorites. That's why it's on the list. I'm the kind of about to now. say that. I was about to say <laughs> that. <but>. Uh, <laughs> all right. That means we're moving into the prayer room 
There it is. All right, so. <laughs> I didn't know if you were going to say it or not. <laughs> I honestly, like, blinked for a second, and I needed you to <laughs> I was like, wait, wait. It was like, I was wait, about to which say one that. is this? Yeah. But uh, anyway, um, at number seven, I have Andy Selfin. So this mm. one's actually, this is, I think it's the only one on my list that is not related to Dwight. But um, it's just too good, in my opinion, not to put on here because I just love the reaction and everything from it. Um, so on this one, Andy has just been like annoying all day, basically, like getting on Jim's nerves. And uh, mm-hmm. so he's like, yeah, he, he goes up to Pam and he's like, let's play a prank on him. So Jim steals his phone off his desk, gives it to Pam or gives it to Pam for a minute. And then they go um, and throw it like through and onto the like roof. I don't know what that's called. The I don't know. They throw it in the, like roof in the ceiling, right? Yeah, the yeah. ceiling. Gosh, why can I not think of the ceiling? But uh, <laughs> they threw it into the ceiling and uh like, you hear a big boom, but no one knows what it is. And then they go and sit down. And then, like, randomly throughout the day, they just call Andy's phone. And you just hear in the ceiling, do-do-do-do-do. And then he's like, all right, where's that? And, like, he slowly gets angrier and angrier and angrier. <laughs> and then he just hits his breaking point and punches through the wall. And, yes. man, like, that... <laughs> That might be the best reaction to any of the pranks that happened. Just him punching through that wall was hilarious. Um, yeah. So I think, and I think that's like one of the first times like you really just start to see another side of Andy, and you're like, "What in the world?" <laughs> like it's just a yeah. funny uh, moment for him. Yeah, I will speak on that later, just because I uh, want to. It's not on the list. <laughs> Jeez. All right, my number seven is butt liquor. Ah. So I'm I'm not going to uh, go into as much detail just because you already did. But, I mean, again, Dwight's reviews say he's aggressive, unapproachable, that sort of thing. And so they're all practicing. And it's, it's just one of the whole, most hilarious back and forth that we see in the show. Because Dwight and Michael are taking this very seriously. Like, they want to get this fixed. And Jim is just like, this is the perfect opportunity to just mess with them. Or mess with Dwight, really. And, you know, it starts off like it does, uh, Dwight making fun of his name. And then it leads <laughs> it leads on to, uh, I think my favorite part of the whole thing is where Jim's just like, you got to speak louder. You got to speak louder. Louder, son. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And then, obviously, he gets yelled at for for yelling at him. And then um, the whole thing at the end where Jim's just like, okay, I will buy a million dollars if you fire him. Oh, oh man, man. yeah, that's it's just a just a funny one. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and All it's right. like got good reasons behind it too, because you know a Dwight being unapproachable and all that stuff. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, moving on to number six, I have the Red Wire. Oh yeah. All right, so if you uh, don't remember this one, Jim connects a red wire to Dwight's computer, and Dwight Mm -hmm. obviously has to figure it out because he's the only person that has that red wire. No one else in the whole office has a red wire connected to his computer, so he starts pulling it, and it's like taped to the side of his desk, so he keeps pulling it. It's taped under Phyllis's desk. He's pulling it around her. It's taped all the way into this hallway, all the way into some other offices, and he keeps pulling it, keeps pulling it, 
And then it um it goes to Jim and the little confessional thing. He talked about how he had this saw this amazing deal at a flea market. He could get five hundred feet of red wire for twenty bucks. And while he's talking in the background, you can see Dwight climbing up the power pole, <laughs> yes. following the red wire. And Jim's like, he'll be all right. I got up there, so he can do it. <laughs> uh, and like the amount of effort he put in to yes. this one, he had to climb that power pole in order to put that red wire at the top. It, it's just amazing, honestly. It is. That that was a funny one. That was another one that was on my big list but didn't make it. But, oh, my God. All of these are just bringing back so many memories of like the first and second time I watched the show. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because, you know, those are the times where I, like, really paid attention. Yeah, but I think the great thing is, like, I still watch it and laugh. Like, <laughs> I watched oh, yeah. a, a couple of videos of them just to kind of get reminders. And, like, they're still hilarious. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. My number six is the tips on public speaking. <laughs> you remember this one? Tips on public speaking. Okay. Um, I don't know. My mic. So Dwight is um he has to give a speech at a Dunder Mifflin like conference mm, because he mm. has really good numbers, and I think he's a little bit nervous about speaking in public just because he doesn't you know large crowds that's a normal thing. And Jim is giving him tips like all week and all day on you know what he should say and how he should say it. The tips he um has been giving Dwight are the same strategies that. Um, dictators used like Hitler and Mussolini. So at near the end of the show, we obviously get to Dwight is speaking and he is giving a full fledged like speech like Mussolini did. And he sounds <laughs> like a dictator and he has, he's banging on the, on the little thing, whatever the podium making his points that are literally just about selling paper, but it sounds like he's about to go murder somebody and then he gets the entire crowd in on it, and they keep, you know, chanting stuff whenever he asks them to. It is just a very s- strange prank that turns into, like, what is going on? Yeah, that was definitely a great one. I remember it now. Yeah, that that one's amazing. Oh, God. <laughs> and it's just it's so simple. So simple. Oh, yeah, for sure. And... <laughs> Uh, just him getting up there and like the pe- fact that people like followed along with it like yes is just great all right let's see moving on to the next one with number five by the way we're, this is gonna be a much shorter episode obviously because it is it there, is there's just not as much through. to talk about through i mean you got yeah. just the one scene um like when we did marvel it, it was one scene but like we could talk about the impact of what happened, but uh-huh. like with this, like, it's just one scene. Yeah, yeah. that that's pretty yeah. much it. But hey, shorter episode. Um, so number five, I have earpiece connected to Dwight's phone. Oh yeah. So um, in this one, Dwight's phone starts ringing, and like he opens it up and like he's clicking the button, but like it won't answer, and so it like cuts to Jim and he just clicks his earpiece on the side. Yes. Hello, this is Dwight Schrute. And Dwight leans over and starts saying, This man is an imposter. Do not do business with him. And uh <laughs> and then it says Dwight left his cell phone on the desk and Jim was able to connect his earpiece he bought to it while he was gone. And uh so then Dwight reprograms his calls to go to his office phone. 
but Jim had already programmed his desk phone to go to his yes. to go for, for Dwight's desk phone to go to his desk phone too. So when he gets gets a call on there, he picks it up on his phone, and then, and it's Dwight's mom. He goes, "Oh, hello, Munta. Good news. I have married. <laughs> Tell father." <laughs> and uh, uh, and then and then Dwight puts his phone and just starts destroying it on the desk. Yeah. Oh man. But um, and then there was also the part where he's like take the earpiece out. He like reaches over in front of like Jim's face and he's like trying to grab the earpiece out of his ear. But like Jim just turns yeah. away. Yeah. And um, <laughs> that one's good, especially with the part where he's talking to his mom and all that. Yeah. And, and another good, I feel like quote with this man is an imposter. Do not do business yes. with him. Um. Yeah. So that one is number five. Yeah. I mean, that's another one that's just, Again, I mean, all of the, or not all of them, but so many of them are just so simple, but so good. Especially the oh, ones yeah. with Dwight, because Dwight freaks out about everything. So it makes it better. All right. My number five. This is possibly my favorite one ever, but it's not at five just because it doesn't have the, uh, I don't know, the, what, what am I trying to say? The showmanism? No. Dramatic like, is it just like effect? a short one? Like, maybe is that what you mean? Yeah, like it's one that has it's it just yeah, it's a short one, but it's it's probably my favorite one ever. This mm. is the Benihana waitress. Mm. Oh my god, I remember watching this episode the first time. I had to rewind this one like five times because I died, literally died laughing every single time, like to the point where I was like about to be hyperventilating because <laughs> it was just so funny. Um, all right. So in this one, Michael just broke up with Carol, right? Uh, yeah, I think that's for sure. Was. Carol. Yeah. And, um, so him, Andy, Jim and Dwight, they go out to eat at Benihana. And, um, when they get there, Dwight gets separated. So Michael sitting, <laughs> Michael, uh, Andy and Jim are all sitting together and Dwight doesn't get a seat. And then while he's trying to get one, another couple comes in and they sit kind of in between them. So Dwight is all the way on the other end of the table. And Benihana, if you don't know, is one of those restaurants where they, it's like a family style table and they cook in front of you. One of those type places. So they sit down. Um, the whole time, Dwight can't hear what's going on. He has to keep reaching across this couple. And at one point, he's like all the way like on their plates, basically asking and trying to see what's going on. Um, just a little extra part of the scene is when the guy is cooking, Dwight has a whole debate about which knife brand is the best <laughs> for no reason at all but um it eventually gets to where andy he's talking to the waitress and he's trying to get her to like do a magic trick or something so they can cheer michael up and <laughs> so dwight he sees what's happening and the waitress she's standing there and she has her eyes closed and dwight asks jim he's like hey what's going on i can't hear and jim goes ah she's asleep and Dwight goes, ah, narcolepsy. Makes sense. And then she she opens her eyes again. And Dwight, he asks, he asks what's going on again. And Jim's like, oh, see, she's awake now. And she's trying to think about, you know, the best way to, to butcher a goose. But she can't think of it. And Dwight just goes, ah, okay, I got it. And then he starts screaming across the table in the middle of a restaurant how to properly butcher a goose. He's like, all right, first you got to take the neck and you got to slice it, cut the head off. You want to make sure you get 
get that clean off. And then you're going to go to the breast and cut it open. You got to get all the guts out. And he just goes into a deep dive about how to butcher a goose in the middle of a restaurant. it's, It's like not even a serious one or a huge one, but I just, every time I watch it, I die. I love it. Yeah, that one was really good. <laughs> Honestly, I've kinda, that was another one I just slipped my mind. Yeah. All right. Moving on to number four, which we've already talked about. I have Dressing Up as Dwight. Mm. So um, yeah. um, a couple things I'll just mention that I don't think you said. Um, like uh, one of my favorite parts is like he has like the beeper on his uh, hip. Um, and like he sits down, he's like it's blurry, and he puts on the glasses. And uh, I think another line that is just great is when uh, Jim's like Michael, and Dwight gets up behind him. Oh, that's funny, Michael! <laughs> and they both yes. shout Michael like the exact same way. Um, but yeah, so uh, I don't want to talk about it too much because we already went through it. But yeah, number four, dressing up as Dwight. It's just. For him, it's so good because you know Dwight's gonna freak out about it. Yeah. Oh man. All right, my number four, which we have also already talked about, is Andy's cell phone. <laughs> ah. I'm honestly surprised that you're, it was so low for you. I thought it'd been higher, but um, I know I thought about it. It was it was originally higher, but then I moved it down. Yeah, but again, not gonna go into too much detail. Basically, Jim stole Andy's cell phone, and he he changed the ringtone too, didn't he? Did he? I thought it was, no. I thought that was it already. Oh, I thought he changed it, but yeah, they throw it in the ceiling, and obviously they've been calling it all day just to mess with them. Andy can't figure out where it is, and then at the end of the episode, Andy has been up Michael's ass all day long, just trying to, you know, be friends with him or whatever. And Andy goes up to Michael and he's talking about all these things that they're going to do this weekend, and Michael just straight up rejects him. He's like, no. I don't want to do any of that. I don't want to see you. Please leave me alone. And then, of course, at the same time, Jim calls the cell phone, and he goes, excuse me one moment. And he turns around, starts yelling at everybody about the cell phone, and then, of course, goes on to punch a hole in the wall. And then oh, after wow. he does it, he's got his hand in the wall still, and then he takes it out, turns around slowly, and he goes, that was a bit of a dramatic response. <laughs> <laughs> It's just uh, such an Andy thing to happen. Yeah, man, that was <laughs> that was so good. <sighs> all right, it looks like we're moving to major trauma. We all so number three. I have Dwight fighting himself. Um, so oh here, yeah, if you don't, this is uh, you remember this? Yeah. Okay, so Dwight is teaching self-defense, kind of like a martial arts thing to everyone um, in the office. And, like, he's talking about different ways to kind of, like, counter moves and all this. And so, like, he's trying to get someone to come up, come at him, like, and do something, like, so he can, like, show a counter. And Jim convinces him. He's like, the only worthy opponent in here is yourself. No one else is going to be able to challenge you. And so Dwight's like, yep, you're right, you're right. So, like, he ends up fighting himself. Like, he'll, like, show one, like, a neck punch and then a block. And then he's, yes. like, he's he really starts to kind of hurt himself. Like, he's just punching himself and blocking his moves and all this. And in the middle of it, Jim's just like, man, he's making you look like such a fool. And so he just keeps <laughs> going and going. And he's like, 
I, I don't know how someone is going to get an upper hand here. You're you're both so evenly matched. And and Dwight, he goes, yeah. But there's always the element of surprise. And like his yeah. hand comes up behind him and just hits him right in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it is just like a scene where you're like, wow, this guy. Like he really just fought himself. Like he... <laughs> He's so dedicated to the craft. Yes, like it. It, it was amazing, <laughs> and and Jim just kind of encouraging it, like as it goes. Yeah, yeah. God, it's so good. With all of these, it's just like everybody who else who is normal, which is basically Pam, Oscar. That's really it. <laughs> they see <laughs> what's going on. Like they know that Jim is just messing with them, and everybody else is just like. They're not in on it, and they're not being pranked, but they're just mesmerized by it because they're like, "Why is Dwight so stupid?" Yeah, there's one prank I was thinking. I just thought of like I, it almost was on my list. I don't want to say it in case it's on yours, but it's an example of like everybody in the room knows what's happening. I feel like except Dwight. Um. Well, maybe I don't know. Uh, telepathy. There's. there's no, is that a, that's is that on your list? list? Okay, no. so the it's the scene where um they're talking about roulette, and Pam's like, "I'm so good at it," and Dwight goes, "Impossible! It's a game of chance. There mm-hmm. is no way to be good." And uh, Jim's like, "I am. I have uh, mind control," and Dwight's like, "Okay, you have mind control. Prove it. Why don't you?" Uh, or he, and or Jim was like, "I can. I've been able to do things as a since I was a kid. Like even like move stuff." And Dwight's like, "Okay, we'll move the coat rack over there." And the and uh, it takes a minute. And he's like looking at it, and then the coat rack like sways back and yeah. forth. And Dwight's yeah. like the look on Dwight's face, but like everybody else is like, oh, you can see like Phyllis and Stan in the background like smiling, and because uh, Pam was like moving it with the umbrella, but just like I feel like Dwight was the only one that was like, what? <laughs> yeah, I thought you were gonna say the uh, the five dollar one. The five dollar one. I guess it's not on your list. So Jim paid everybody in the office five dollars to call Dwight. Oh Dwight yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that man. one also. All right, all right, we got off track a little bit. That's okay yep. though. All right, my number three. Yes, yes, number three. This is another one from last episode, so I'm not going to go crazy about it. Asian Jim. Mm. Um, this one again, it's it's a simple one. It takes a little bit of planning, but there's so much detail that's paid attention to that I love it. Um, so Dwight's already at the office, and um, Jim, he is not the real Jim, is not going to be there today, or at least in the morning, because he has a dentist appointment. And Dwight doesn't know that. So this other Jim comes in, and he's Asian, and he sits down at Jim's desk. And Dwight is like, um, you're not Jim, and... <laughs> The Asian Jim goes, yes, I am. And they just keep having this back and forth. Dwight eventually goes, okay, the real Jim is an Asian. And he's like, oh, you never noticed that? You don't see race. Good for you. And um, (laughs) Dwight ends up asking him about a cell that the real Jim made yesterday. And the Asian Jim has got all the details lined up, ready to go. And he's, you know, telling them exactly what it was. And he also says... I've got another one that I could have, hopefully on my voicemail. And he starts, uh, he picks up the phone, starts putting in the voicemail number. And 
Dwight, <laughs> once he knows it, Dwight goes, no, that's sensitive information for employees only. <laughs> and then after that, uh, Pam comes up and <laughs> she's talking about, you know, we've got the re- reservations good to go for tonight. And the Asian gym is like, okay, awesome. And they kiss. And Dwight goes, Pam, that's not your husband. What? And um, <laughs> my favorite part about it is that the very last thing that happens is Dwight picks up the family portrait that Jim has on his desk. And he's like, you're not the real Jim. This is. And the Asian Jim looks at Dwight weird. And he's like, maybe you should look at it. And Dwight looks at it. And it's the, the Asian Jim with different looking kids than Jim and Pam's actual kids. And Dwight's just like, oh, what? <laughs> it's just such a good, good one. Yeah, I uh, I agree with you so much because it's my number two. So uh, yes. we'll, we'll kind of just put this together. I mean, um, you pretty much summed it up. Um, I did. <laughs> I agree with you. And it comes in at my number two. So <laughs> you, you know what's hilarious is how I said I wasn't going going to go into too much detail, and then I just did. You explained the whole scene, yeah. <laughs> I explained the entire thing in a lot of detail. <laughs> yep. Right. Oh, man. Wrong with that. Yeah, it is what it is. It Hey, it's one of my favorites. Is it really? It is. That's why it's hmm. on there. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, my number two. Man, I feel like I've been talking so much. <laughs> my number two is the uh, Garden Party book. Ah, uh, yes. This is a good one. So, Jim, well, let, let's just preface the episode. And this one, Andy's parents are coming, and um, he wants to throw a garden party because he's the regional manager now, kind of to celebrate. He wants his parents to be proud of him, that sort of thing. Um, Jim writes a book on how to properly throw a garden party. Garden party. I don't know why I said that weird. And um, it's going to be thrown at Troop Farms, which – Obviously, means Dwight is throwing it. And um, basically, this book has a lot of different tips on how to throw a garden party. And <laughs> throughout the episode, it just shows all the different things. Dwight's talking about, you know, all the great things that's going to happen at the party from the book. And just some some um, things that happened. When the guests come in, come in Dwight has to scream their names and the volume is based on how much prestige they have so for like you know toby he's gonna say you know toby flinderson but then when jim comes in jim halpert you know (laughs) so he does that and that's one of the funniest things and i think at the end of the episode they show us jim coming in and he just keeps going back and forth acting like he forgot something so dwight has to keep saying his name over and over again Yes. Um, so that was one. Um, again, near the end of the episode, there is a very strange um, like dance performance that happens, mm-hmm. which I, I can't remember exactly like what it was, but it was just weird. And yeah, then that, um, that was I remember that too. That was <laughs> yeah. And then also through the whole thing, he is just serving weird food that the book said you needed to serve because it's you know more proper for a garden party. But yeah. That is my number two. It's just a funny one that revolves around the whole show, basically, or that whole episode. So yeah, yeah. I uh, I almost put that on mine. Maybe I should have. I don't know. But yeah, I I really like that one too. Definitely a good one. And uh, with that, 
moving on to number one. Number one. My number one is Professor Copperfield's Magic Legumes. Oh, wow. So, I did not um, expect that. Yeah, I really, I love this one. Um, So it starts off, they're having like a, kind of like a yard sale type of thing in the warehouse yeah. at the office, Um, and everybody's selling stuff. And beginning of episode, Dwight is starting with the thumbtack, and he's trading his way up, trying to just get the most valuable thing there, but to keep trading for more valuable things. Um, And he's walking by gyms, and there's this packet of uh, legumes sitting there, and it says Professor Copperfield's Magic Legumes. And uh, Dwight's like, what is this? And Jim's like, how did that get out there? And it's like he grabs it and puts it up. And Dwight's like, what was that? And he goes, um, it's these magic legumes. Um, you probably wouldn't want to know about them. They're, it's stupid. And he's like, so he's like, just tell me about them. And uh, he's like, I met this guy. I can't remember where he said it was. Maybe Jamaica. And uh, he, uh, he told me stuff about myself that like, I didn't even know. And uh, Dwight's like a common swindler's trick. And he's like, yeah, and I just ended up buying these legumes from them. Um, they're probably nothing. And uh, so Dwight goes away, and then he's walking by again. They're sitting there again. And Dwight, Dwight's like, all right, what, you're trying to trick me, Jim. And he's like, I did not put this out there. It must have been Pam, sorry. And he goes, you know what, this ends now. And he like crumples them up, he like stomps on them. And Dwight sees this, and he's like, all right. So he walks away, and Dwight, at this point, when he comes back the third time, is all the way up to, like, a telescope. So he's carrying this telescope, and uh, the legumes are sitting there on the table again, and Dwight's like, this isn't possible. And he's like, <laughs> fine, I'll take the legumes. And so, like, he, he grabs them, and Jim, as he's walking away, Jim goes, leave the telescope. <laughs> and he makes <laughs> him trade the telescope for the legumes. And so at the end... um. Jim is plant or not Jim Dwight is planting the legumes and yes. uh, he so he puts them in the pots and whatever and he walks away and, and Jim brings these like fully grown like trees almost and replaces yes. the pots with those it, it is a, a, like a, a perfect ending to it like it was already really good but that little ending uh, um to it was just like wow like he continued through with it but uh one of my favorite things is Dwight is uh talking about yeah i started with the thumbtack and i traded myself all the way up to a telescope but mm-hmm. i got these ended up trading it for these magic legumes yeah. because i can i can just buy a telescope <laughs> um <laughs> but it was just a like a complete prank like all the way through and i loved it it was one of those ones that kind of went through the episode too yeah um, yeah but yeah it was definitely one of my favorites well oh it my is God. my favorite all of, all of these pranks are just so good because it's like you got Jim who, I mean, like you said, I think the the first Office episode we did, he's just a guy who is at work trying to have fun. But it seems like all these pranks just basically are his job because <laughs> yeah, really. we never we don't see him selling a whole lot of paper, but he's always pranking, pranking Dwight. Can you calm down? Oh, my God. Sorry, this cat. Okay. My number one, this, this is a great one, in my opinion, clearly. This is the radio talk show. Yes, yes. So, for this one, Jim, Nellie, and Pam prank Dwight into being on a radio show. I feel like they were, they were actually supposed to be on one, but they canceled for some reason. 
Isn't that what happened? I think so. And um, I don't think they ever told Dwight that. So um, Dwight, he, he goes on this fake radio show. Nelly's the host. And, um, you know, they have all these guests on. But, you know, they're talking a little bit. And then they get into the, uh, the different scandals that have been happening at Dunder Mifflin. And Dwight, since he's on there, he becomes like the fall guy. And he's got to defend Dunder Mifflin and everybody about, you know, what's been going on. And it just, the ending of the prank is so good because Dwight is like freaking out. And he ends up calling, um, blaming everything on David Wallace because obviously he's in charge. And um, he calls David Wallace and he's talking, <laughs> they're talking about how there's like a standoff or something going on at at David Wallace's house and he calls David Wallace and he's like, David, listen, the police are coming or they're there. Just go outside with your hands up. Everything is going to be okay. We'll get it all sorted out. And David Wallace, this is like, Dwight, how, first of all, how do you have my number? And what are you talking about? And Dwight just like, David, just go outside. It's okay. I promise. Everything is going to be okay. I'm right here with you. And then it cuts back to the room and Jim, Pam and Nellie are dying because they're like, Oh my God! He actually just called David Wallace. <laughs> oh man that, man, that one is so good. Yeah, I, 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 uh, I should have put it on my list once again, but yeah, that one is definitely deserving of number one as well. Yeah, oh, it's such a good one, and that that's another one that goes kind of through the whole episode. Man, just the ending where he calls David—that's so good. I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, with Dwight, I just love how dramatic he is about everything. It's just like everything is a huge deal, and it's just it's so great. All right. Dude. All right. Well, that was that's a quicken. A, a little quickie. That's a top ten. All right, so the next one is Office Episodes, right? Yes, Office Episodes. And we are also going to possibly try to have a guest, right? Yes. Okay. What I say we do, I, I think we should do it this way. I think that we should come up with one big list, like text throughout the week, come up with one big list, and then on the episode, we make a top 10 list live. All right. We can do that. I think that, that it goes. I, feel like, I feel like if we did, especially with episodes, if we did, um, you know, three of us doing our top 10 list, we'd go way over an hour. And why not switch it up a little bit? Yeah, sure. So next episode will be an experiment. It will be. Hopefully it's great. (laughs) Man, and then the office is is over. Maybe. Choose a new topic. Man, what topic are we gonna be? I don't know. We have a couple options. We'll we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. See, this is always the perfect time to give us your ideas. We need them. Go on, go on Instagram. If you know us, tell us. Go on Discord and give us your ideas because we need them. We've got a few, but we need your ideas. So, alrighty. Well, that is all. We will see everybody, or I guess we'll we won't see you, but we'll be back next Monday. You'll hear our voices soon. We know you're going to miss them, but just get ready. 
All right. Goodbye, peoples. Goodbye, everyone. And remember, don't call extraterrestrials aliens because it's offensive. <laughs>